Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. Hey, everybody. I think you'll enjoy this episode with Helen Figgy, who is an expert in healthcare technology. Healthcare technology is certainly a booming area, and you can find her uh, in many places uh, within that space. Uh, so be sure to check out this episode and the show notes, which are at www.pharmacyadvisory.com. We now have an Instagram profile. So check it out. Talk to your pharmacist is now on Instagram. So you can connect with me there. Always look at the Facebook page, which is Pharmacy Advisory Group. And you can connect on Twitter at Hill Blackburn. Lots of different ways to get connected. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, also on LinkedIn, Hillary Blackburn. I love to be able to connect with you, hear what you like, hear what you don't like, hear about future episodes that might be interesting. So please reach out. Hope you'll enjoy this episode. And there is a little bit of feedback in the audio, but I think you'll be able to hear everything that Helen has to say. All right, so today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Our guest, Helen Figge, is an adjunct professor of global healthcare management at Massachusetts College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences, chair of Health 2.0 Boston, senior advisor of community outreach and educational advancement for the National Health IT Collaborative for the Underserved. She's a senior advisor with the President's Executive Council for Albany College of Pharmacy and is Chief for Communications and Public Relations Officer of Carefully. Helen has her PharmD and MBA as well as a certified professional in healthcare informatics and management systems and is a fellow with HIMSS or Health Management System Society. She is an accomplished author and a moderator for several of the Becker's Healthcare IT conferences. Helen, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you, Hillary. It's great to be here. Well, now that our listeners have heard a little bit about your background, maybe you can tell us a bit more about uh, filling in any gaps and tell us a bit more about your personal life. Well, you know, my background in pharmacy has really created a huge opportunity for various careers, as you probably have just um, um, listed. And what I currently do is marry the clinical aspects of medicine with the technology that supports it. And my background has been very diverse. It started in pharmacy, and I bring all of those skills that I learned in pharmacy school forward. But now we're seeing in healthcare that a lot of technology is being introduced. And what I do in my role is, over the years, has really placed the technology in in places where it could and accentuate and synergize a pharmacist's role in healthcare. My current role, I'm the Chief Communications and Public Relations Officer for a startup um, healthcare and care management company called Carefully. 
And what I do is level set and bring the opportunity to understand the technologies in the clinical arena. I'm very passionate about the fact that the technologies we have today as pharmacists are not to replace us, but free us up to do the art that we were trained to do. I'm very passionate about that. And I'm hoping that others will really embrace the technologies in order to support their mission of creating good health care. Yeah, that's helpful. And so, Helen, you've had numerous accomplishments throughout your career, including uh, being named one of the most powerful women in healthcare IT. Uh, can you walk us through your journey of how you became so knowledgeable in the healthcare IT space? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because I was not really a good student. I was a visual type person. I always tell the story that I flunked kindergarten and I was really challenged because I suffered from dyslexia and I still do to this day, but it's not you know, it's not as as demanding if you will. But over the years, I really accomplished successes by having a mentor and having someone I was able to look up to and learn from. My second opportunity was the ability to offer up my skills on projects that people either A, didn't want, or B, weren't functioning well at. And I volunteered to really try new things. And I think my career is based on volunteering for things that others didn't want to do. So I encourage everyone, you know, regardless of where you are in your career, you can learn from your environment. You can learn good things and what not to do. And secondly, volunteer to do tasks that you can learn from and perhaps tasks that people don't want to do. I stood out in my career because I accomplished things that people thought were too beneath them or couldn't be done. And people recognized that. As technology was introduced into healthcare, I absolutely joined the bandwagon to figure out how it worked, how it could fit into our environment. And I was always trying to get into the discussion. And I encourage pharmacists to really not be so dogmatic that we can't get to the table to make the decisions about the technologies. This is very, very important. And, and my career is based on me raising my hand, offering suggestions and direction. Yeah, well, that's really helpful. And I love uh, the way you described that and that, you know, having a mentor has been incredibly helpful and that you volunteered and just took jobs or responsibilities uh, and that other people may not want to have, have been doing, but it really made you stand out. And now, you know, clearly, as I just said, you're named one of the most powerful women in healthcare IT and have really made a name for yourself. You're leading panels and um, have a lot of responsibilities as uh, described earlier with, with your different roles. 
Um, and so Helen, we touched on a couple of, of uh, the spaces or the things that you're involved with. Uh, can you first tell us a little bit more about Health 2.0 Boston? Yeah, Health 2.0 Boston is an organization. It was recently Health 2.0 was acquired by HIMSS. And it was an organization that was created over 10 years ago that basically had a bunch of disruptors that wanted to be change agents. And what we do is we focus on the technologies, the novel ones, the ones that people are talking about, and to see how they fit in to the everyday practices. You know, we're seeing more and more technology infused into our, our practice applications. You know, we have minute clinics. Pharmacists are on the front line now, as we should be. And Health 2.0 was an organization that supported and enabled those individuals that were thinking outside the box way back when and created something magnificent. Given an example, Mike Lee created MyFitnessPal, which was an app for weight loss. He subsequently sold it to Under Armour for over $700 million. It was an app that he, you know, he created that was less than $100,000 worth to create. These are success stories and people like that that had the platform offered to them to show their stuff were proven to be extremely successful. So it was the voice of the minority. But again, now HIMSS has purchased Health 2.0, and it's a part of HIMSS, the organization itself. And I'm sure that message will be resonating even more as time goes on. Yeah, that that's really interesting. And so, Helen, you not only have a, a health IT background now, but you've also got a really great skill in writing and communication. Can you walk us through how you've been able to utilize that skill? And for anyone who might be looking uh, into getting in, into doing more writing, uh, maybe tell a little bit about how you became a writer with uh, U.S. Pharmacist. Yes, um, U.S. Pharmacist is a phenomenal organization and has a lot of great ideas. Uh, Rob Davidson is their editor and really innovative. And you know, writing is is a is an art over time. I was a very poor writer in in school in the sense that they forced you to write about something that you weren't passionate about. When you're passionate about a topic, it's it's extremely easy to put ink on paper, if you will. And my writing has evolved over my passion to see what's out there, what's happening. But more importantly, writing is based in its success on the audience you are trying to attract. I think my skills have come over time because I'm a pharmacist, I know technology, and I know the vocabulary of the audience I need to get my point across. So I encourage everyone to think outside their comfort zone, figure out what your message is that you want to relay, and who is the audience that you need to get your message through in order to be successful. And I think that's why social media has been so phenomenally instrumental in our lives is because people write from the heart. Oftentimes, social media, blogs are simple 
simple sentences of powerful words. And I think that's where writing, my writing has, has evolved to. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great point that you honed in on knowing your audience and writing about what you're passionate about. And so I guess actually becoming a writer with, with different groups, did it kind of evolve or did you approach uh, different organizations or did they, they come to you as, as the expert in pharmacy and technology? So that's a great question, Hillary. And I can tell you that again, it's the volunteering and the ability to be seen, but also for people to like what they hear. You know, at the end of the day, the like factor in society is huge, meaning if someone likes you, they'll really listen to you and they'll get to the point of, you know, where where you are going with what you're needing to say. But if they don't like you, they're not going to listen to you. And I think a lot of the people that have approached me have seen my work, understand it, but more importantly, realize that I approach it from a practical sense. We no longer have to walk around that, you know, we are, are experts in everything. Now with all the um, AI platforms, artificial intelligence platforms, there's a lot of opportunity to spit out data. But what does it practically mean? The writing that I do, I try to level set it and say, what does it mean to me, to you? At the end of the day, pharmacists are delivering health care. It's our passion. But we are consumers of health care as well. So what would we want to read? And that's I ask myself that question every day, whether it be the technologies or the clinical aspect. Yeah, that's that's incredibly helpful. Um, so Helen, how do you stay current with what's going on in healthcare and more specifically within the pharmacy field? I really try to look from a high level perch and look down. I think if anyone wants to go to a Becker's healthcare um, program, I've really been zooming in on that lately because, again, I try to look at where the conversation is and what is involved in it. And then from there, what are the technologies? What are the nuances? You know, um, immunomodulating therapies now are huge. And we need to better understand the practicality of it. And I keep using that word because... We need to be practical in healthcare. And I think that is what I try to do. But again, I look at the landscape and then look down and drill down as far as I need to versus looking up and trying to climb up the ladder to get to the point of where I need to be and what's the end game. You always look first. What's the end game? What's the end result we want to see? And then you look down, you go down there step by step by step and categorically define it. And then you'll get to all of the roots of that successful process. Yeah, that's that's helpful. And I'm a big fan of Becker's as well. I love getting their 
daily updates on uh, what's going on. I think it is important for pharmacists to, you know, of course, be involved in our pharmacy associations and and stay on top of of pharmacy uh, news, but to look at that broader perspective and see what's going on in the entire healthcare right. landscape. Right. And that's an important point, Hillary, because pharmacists, we're well-rounded, right? So of course we have all the excellent, phenomenal pharmacy organizations, but we want to be at the table of the decision makers for every chief nursing officer, for every chief medical officer, I want to see a chief pharmacy officer at that table. And that's where we need to bring the profession forward. And that's what we need to expand our conversation. Because if we don't expand it, it will be directed to us of what we need to be talking about. And I really want all of the pharmacies pharmacy professions um, to get to the point where we are an equal voice. Very well said. Uh, Helen, what excites you most about the future of pharmacy? I think the opportunity that pharmacists have. Remember, we're well-rounded. We know all of the pharmaceutics of drugs and what's the possibilities, but we're seeing now hospital quality care in the home. We're seeing minute clinics. We're seeing places like Amazon getting involved in healthcare. I see pharmacists with our background in, in, in our diverse background in the healthcare educational process to be all encompassing in these new models that are out there because Nothing has worked in the past successfully because if it did, we'd all be perfectly healthy. There wouldn't be obesity. There wouldn't be a pandemic of type 2 diabetes in in early 20s. Um, So there's a chance now for these mavericks, these renegades, I call us in a positive way, to make change based on our fundamental knowledge of healthcare. So that's where I see the pharmacy profession going. Not only is it in the pharmacy of the four walls, it could be anywhere in the world delivering healthcare because every, every disease state, for the most part, needs a pharmaceutical, but they also need the delivery of that pharmaceutical and any coaching and tidbits to make us all healthy. So I want to see pharmacists more engaging in proactive activity to make us healthier, to live longer, more sustainable quality lives, because people are getting sicker quicker and living longer. But what's the quality of life with a chronic disease versus if we were well? Let's get pharmacists out there where we belong and start being those those champions of better health and changing the healthcare trajectory once and for all. That that's very true. I think that that we're well positioned to be uh, those champions. So that's that is exciting. And as our final question, could you share some advice that you would tell your younger self or for other pharmacists out there who are just getting started in their career? Listen more, talk less. Find a mentor. Now, a mentor, regardless of where you are in your age and your career, we always need to learn from someone. 
Don't be deceived by the title. You could learn from someone a best practice. Some of my best skills were learned in in the secretarial pool of uh, of a of an office. The reality of it is that you need to look forward and think outside the box because nothing is forever and you need to grow as a person not only in the profession but as a person and if you grow as a person and keep an open mind your career can go in any different direction as did mine and i think that is the key and the final point if i can do it you can do it and you've got to keep saying that to yourself if you hit a bump let the bump coat pass and keep moving. Careers evolve. They don't happen. Well, thank you, Helen. That was very helpful. And we appreciated getting to hear a little bit into how you built and developed your career along the way. And it was a pleasure to have you as a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you, Hillary. And I, well, uh, Uh, welcome all of the efforts that you're doing to further the pharmacy profession. Just keep doing such a great job for us all. Thank you. I love talking to healthcare IT people because I think they have such a broad perspective because IT and technology is so interconnected, and it's so important to be able to look at healthcare from uh, the the broader perspective versus kind of just narrowing in on pharmacy. So I always love hearing the perspectives uh, from people who are in uh, healthcare IT. So it was really great to hear from Helen. She had a lot of great tips on how to develop and evolve your career. So I, I hope you'll take note of that. And as I mentioned earlier in the episode, be sure to check out uh, our new Instagram. I'll be posting some pictures and things just so you can keep up to date with that. It's Talk to Your Pharmacist as on Instagram now, as well as our Facebook page, which is Pharmacy Advisory Group. And the website where all of the show notes are is also www.pharmacyadvisory.com. Uh, Thanks so much for listening and be sure to leave a review or share it with friends if you like this episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group, for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening.